everybody, welcome to Smashing Game Time. We are three brothers that go through gaming's back catalog of yesteryear. I'm your host, Nick. Down below me, below me, is Josh. I'm only below, and I'm talking softly into the mic because I have a puppy on my lap. I thought you got rid of the puppy. No, she's on my lap right here. Go ahead and, Josh, move the camera down for the viewers on YouTube. If you're not on YouTube, I'm sorry, but you are missing out on a very cute puppy right now. Uh, Josh, remind the audience what her name is. Me too, because I forgot. Her name is Ollie. O-L-L-I-E. She's 11 weeks old. She is a Jack Russell Terrier Chihuahua mix. And Josh named her Ollie because his favorite game is Oxenfree 2, The Lost Signal. That is so nice of you, Josh. That is so, so I, nice. I ironically have been calling her Ollie Ollie Oxenfree. <laughs> it's because Oxenfree 2 is your favorite game. Yeah. Thank you, Josh is, and Ollie. Is it, though? No. Okay. And to my left, he doesn't have a puppy on his lap. It's Jake. No, I because would, he's got something else on his lap. Why don't you come take a look? Well, that's, no. you, can't, you can't do that. No, do not watch Jake on YouTube. In fact, if you're watching Jake on YouTube right now, turn it off. Go listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. Jake, or how you don't. doing? Uh, I've been all right. You know, just been at home doing stuff, playing games. Playing the applying game. Applying jobs. <laughs> Applying for jobs, trying to make that money, trying to make it work in this world. I'm rooting for you, Jake. I, I'm rooting for you. Jake, if worse comes worse, you're being a great stay-at-home dad to your bunnies. I hate it. No, the rabbits, <laughs> dude, the rabbits pee everywhere, dude. They hate me. He's a good bunny I dad. Give them, I give them love, and they come over here and piss on the floor. One distracts you while the other one takes a, a piss and shit. <laughs> no, they'll sit in the corner. Like the One will hop in the corner because they, they like to be in corners. They like to have like a back to whatever. Um, and like I look at it, I'm like I know you're gonna pee here. Is it like they look at the corner and then they turn around, give you a look while they take a shit well, right well, down the well, floor? Like, like, like they'll hop and turn like turn around yeah. with their butt, and I'm like, you piece of shit! I know what you're going to do. Now, Jake, and then later I, just hops away and there's a little pee right there. I'm like, you. So, Jake, I'm I say I'm not familiar with bunnies. Do they lift their legs like dogs or anything, or do they squat like girl dogs or what? No, like they just they they just. So it's camouflage. Their tails like sit down. They piss right there, and by the time they get up, you then realize they've pissed. Yeah, surprisingly, they're very clean animals. How they old clean are themselves. your rabbits? Uh, I think one's seven, and the other one's six. They live. They live to be so old. Anthony's they, rabbit lady. I think she was like ten by the time. She yeah, passed. they. They. Yeah, they're. They live to like ten or eleven. They, they're. They live longer than outside rabbits. That is, if you're not getting them on Easter, the people who get them on Easter, they're like, they live to be like five days old. Oh. Yeah, that that that's been a thing in the the bunny community that like every Easter they're like, if you're going to give someone a rabbit on Easter, they better have it forever. Does, does rabbit taste? I feel like rabbit tastes good. Uh, uh, my I think it's very <laughs> jokes about it all the time. I hear they taste good too, but like my father-in-law jokes about it because he was a retired officer. And when you do seer training, which is like the survivor or survival training. Oh, they teach you how to, uh, for small they words. They have you raise a rabbit to eat. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting. I, I know they train them to like hunt for small rodents, but. I know I know Matt did a little bit of seer training, but I'm not sure if they had him like actually do that. <laughs> That's like you know, Kingsman, when, where they have them raise the, the animal. Dogs. That's what it's, oh, yeah. And they're like, they're like, Eggie, you have to kill the dog. And it's like a little... Bit, <laughs> yeah, so I'm not sure if they do that anymore, but back then, yes. 
like they did he raise it for like their... a, they make you raise it for like a week like, all right go eat it <laughs> yeah i guess so yeah or like you just, there's like oh here's your rabbit in a cage Jesus. kill it quickly otherwise it'll spoil I don't know. I don't know if they'll allow that to be a clip on TikTok, but we'll try it. <laughs> I mean, someone's going to someone's going to like fact check me. They're like, "No, they don't do that, man." They never done that. Uh, well, actually, you know what? I am a uh, I have all these badges on my chest, Jake. Let me tell you. Let me tell Jake is just going to get into an argument with <laughs> multiple naval officers. that naval officer is going to come in and kick Jake's ass. <laughs> That's not uh, the type of sea man Jake's used to being covered in. Hey, oh, boys. Hey, this everybody. This is a Tri-Network tri podcast. <laughs> hey, everybody. Guess what? It is our first book club. We are all playing through Death Stranding Director's Cut. Uh, but before we get into all that, a little bit of housekeeping. We are a Trident Network podcast. Go check out our siblings. They are awesome. You can find Smashing Game Time anywhere you get your podcast. We're on Google, Apple, Spotify. You can also find us on YouTube where you can see these beautiful faces. Take a look at those smiles. Uh, hey, in lieu of reviewing us and rating us wherever you get your podcast, just tell a friend. Fuck the algorithm. Tell a friend. It's how the boys roll here. I don't. Jake doesn't. Jake's the only one hurting for money, so. Right. Need it. Hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> if you got some Internet stuff you need done, Jake's hurting for money. And he's cheap. No, 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 no. He'll just do give me anything. Just give me the money. I'll do the work later. I'll Maybe. pay so with the money you give me. I will pay someone to do that work for you, but I get like some a of cut. that cut. Yeah. Hey, now that Jake's de desperate for cash, maybe I'll get the fucking foot photo that he owes me for our calendar. Mm -mm. My, foot are, my feet are out. Of He's not that desperate. It's been almost Business. a year. It's this guy just won't make with the feet photos. I don't even the think Jake has feet. I think the service yeah. took them. Actually, Nick, now that I think about it, have you ever actually seen anything above Jake's ankles? No, I think I think Jake is a footless fuck. Jake, is that what they made you do in cross country was sell your uh, ankles and feet? We're going to have down? the footless community come after us after. When now, Nick's now that, now that <laughs> well, the thing about is it. they actually have to be able to stand up and come after us. Oh, so. gosh, that's that. up. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but now that I think about it, I don't know if I want a picture of Jake's feet. All those miles of cross country that the dude ran, I don't think yeah, I don't think I want yeah, it. Yeah, runners' feet tend to not be the best looking. But there was one guy in college who was a runner that had good looking feet, and everyone was just questioning, like, what? Like, are we talking like, man, that's a solid pair of feet? Are we talking like you would do foot things with that feet? Yeah, it, it, it's a foot kind We're, of thing. Were you licking his feet and you're like, oh my god, these are the cleanest cross country feet I've ever licked. He, he pulled a uh, pulled a Bamar Jerry, pulled some uh, guacamole or whatever, and put some in the, his toes. I'll pay a hundred dollars to eat that off his toes. I forgot that they were having people lick Don Vito's toes. That's uh, we're oh. we're moving on. Hey, I know we're all playing Death Stranding, but I want to get through what everyone else is playing in the meantime. Well, uh, I think Nick, you should start because you have the smallest list for once. I have the smallest list for once in my life. It's been. A busy week of Baldur's Gate 3 and Death Stranding. My Baldur's Gate 3 review is finally out after hours and hours and hours and hours of playing through the campaign. And that's just the sex parts, boys and girls. Oh, yeah. I, I save scum those sex parts just to see if I got got everything I could out of the sex scenes. No, Baldur's Gate 3 is a lot of fun. I played on PC. Uh, if you're going to play on PC, I recommend playing mouse and keyboard. It's the best way to play. Uh, so... 
Because if you, I mean, if you play the controller, it completely changes the UI and it uses like the wheels instead of like the ability bars. And the wheels Ooh. are just clunky and you have so many abilities and it starts to get even messier when you are, when you have to consider all your companions abilities. And it's just, it's just a lot to remember with these wheels that aren't always available on your screen as opposed to, oh, hey, here's this long bar. Uh, I don't know a lot about d and I even said that in the review. I didn't want to make my main focus the D&D aspect of it. But that being said, I really enjoyed my time with it. It's a, it's a fun game. I, I, I'm a save scummer through and through. Uh, so I had a lot of time that wasn't officially clocked because I was save scumming so much. Uh, I do want to say my favorite part of the game is probably a mix between the early parts with the grove, with the uh, the refugee situation going on with the tieflings, and then much later on into Act 2, once you get to the Dark Tower, just some of the major conflicts in there. Uh, I don't know. It, it's just a game that's out of the gate very strong. It reminded me, reminds me a lot of like The Witcher 3. Remember the, uh, who was it, the Red Baron? Uh, quest line where he and his wife and you got the crones down in the southeast forest slash bog and then the companions I think I said this last week in the podcast but remind me a lot of Mass Effect 2 just some of the best companions in an RPG that I've played in a while uh, everybody feels alive it doesn't feel like they're just there to be like oh Josh you are a dragonborn and you are well hung <laughs> yeah. like other games no, it's it's more of, oh, I my heart is a machine. And also, Josh, you are a dragonborn and you are well hung. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nick, uh, one question that we all want to know is how much bear sex did you have? I did not fuck Hanslin or the bear, as people know him. Uh, I. I. Uh, I have a soft spot for Shadowheart. <laughs> she is. <laughs> See, she is the dark. Uh, what's the word here? I'm forgetting. Sorry, my brain has so much. There's a bunch of Death Stranding in my brain, but she's basically, uh, a, for lack of a better term, a religious religious zealot. Like, uh, she's like an assassin for the Sar, this dark council. But she's like starting to question her religion the more and more you work with her. She's got a bad haircut, probably worse than mine. So I think that's really what attracted me to her. So nothing a brown sack can fix. <laughs> I can cut her hair. I have the swords. <laughs> I have the swords. I, I'm skipping over Josh's reference because he's already <laughs> said too much. He's already said. I'm, I'm hungry, guys. I haven't had lunch, okay? He's, he's hungry. Other than that, that's all I've been playing. Uh,. I think I'm off my review kick. It was a busy August. There may be some smaller games that come through. Cocoon from some of the devs that broke off from Limbo and Inside Developer. Play Dead is coming out at the end of the month, and there's some other indies I want to check out. I don't know if I'm going to review the 1.0 of Dune Spice Wars. We'll see. We'll see if I can muster up the energy for it. Other than that, I just need to work on rewriting a script for an agent. And then I started the wire. I watched the first episode of the wire last night and I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. First of all, that pilot felt like it was two hours long just because there's a lot of talking, not a whole lot of, uh, not, not a whole. And you know what? My brain's broken. Cause like, you know, like when someone says something, you're like, Oh, I bet that guy's going to die. I was doing that a lot. Every time someone like, was like, yeah, man, I love you. I was like, oh, he's going to kill him. I just know it. It's a slow burn, but 
I enjoyed the first episode so far. We'll see if I enjoy the rest of it. I'm sure I will. I'm sure I will. I tend to... I like The Sopranos, and everyone was like, you need to watch The Sopranos, and now everyone's like, you need to watch The Wire, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna watch The is Wire. Is that why I keep seeing ads for The Sopranos, and I'm like, God damn it, I kind of want to watch this? Dude, The Sopranos is fun. It's good, it's artsy, good, dark comedy. Oh, I love that ending. Oh, I love the ending. You know what, say what you will about the ending of The Sopranos. We're still talking about it 16 years, 17 years later. It's got a point. And that's, that's all I've got going off in nick land uh who wants to go next you didn't even talk about you playing death stranding well we're gonna have it listed we're saving that we're saving that we don't even point. have it listed well, i'll go why. ahead and shake and keep that's on why. this rant that's why i so, listed so i did my usual I, I had my star rail genshin impact uh daily stuff and you know haven't done much other than that just trying to Accumulate my stuff to maybe buy a new character or try to pull a new character later. But for now, I'm just saving because it seems like every update, whoever the character is for that update is the new uh, S tier for uh, AOEs. So I said, fuck it. I'm just going to keep it and play it that way. And then Genshin Impact, they're just working on their big 4.0 release. So there's a whole new area to work through. So, yeah, there's that. Apex Legends. I've slowly grinded my way up to Silver 1. I'm almost to Gold 4. I'm like, I think, 800 points away. I know, Jake's shaking his head because he's been plat for a hot taking, minute. You're taking forever, Josh. Okay, I'm not like you and Jordan. I I, first off, I'm employed. <laughs> oh, you can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> okay, well, you said you're telling me I'm taking forever. Guess what? I have a job. This is my last podcast. Yeah, good. It's you're doing funny. us a favor. Uh, no, in all seriousness, though, it's I don't like playing solo because I feel like every time I play solo, I get stuck with some shitty ass randoms. Like I, last night, me and Mike were playing with somebody. Um, it's like eleven thirty, maybe twelve o'clock, and he's not communicating whatsoever. He runs off and fights a group by himself, dies, and then we start to run off. We slowly get picked off, and he's like, "Oh, you guys, you just came with." Or he's texting, and he's like, he's like basically saying, "If you guys would have followed me, we could have easily fought them and killed them." And it's like. Well, if you're paying attention, first off, you didn't say anything. You just went in there guns ho, said maybe invest in $10 into a mic and we'd actually be fine. And, and miraculously, Jesus Christ came down from the heavens, handed the sir a mic, and he talked to us. And I'm like, oh, so you can talk to us. Well, yeah, but uh, I, I've been playing all night and no one's communicating, so. <laughs> oh, including you, bud. <laughs> well, you no wonder why you died and we didn't make it the first place. The few times I've had an instance like that, I, and so, like, for example, I was playing with a team on Titanfall, like, 10 years ago on Xbox One. And we were getting our asses beat. I was sucking. They were sucking. And one of the guys is on the mic. He's like, man, y'all fucking suck. This team is trash. Y'all suck. And, like, magically, myself and everyone else all got our mics. We're like, man, you suck. No, you fucking suck. And we just trash-talked each other for the next two minutes. Well, we all ended up on the same team for the next game. And we ended up playing for 12 hours together. And basically became, like, friends for those 12 hours. And we were all Xbox friends. I don't think any of us ever played again. But it was a magical moment that I still look back on fondly. I don't know any of their names, but we all fucking hated each other. And then we all came. Have that memory for the rest of your life. We were friends for the rest of our lives. Yeah, it's... They're going to be at my wedding. It's one of those things where, like... Because this happens to me all the time. Where you team up with a random that you just met, you know, cool person, and oh yeah, let's add each other on Steam or whatever. 
and then like that's the only time that you ever play with them. They're just sitting there in that friends list. Neither of you are like going to you know invite the other to play again. It's just oh, I met this guy. This guy's cool. I'm probably not gonna play with him ever again. <laughs> that was that was me with Iron Harvest. I I met this guy named Erect Man, and we just kept chatting in the chat. And we ended up adding each other. We're like, we'll play again. We'll play again. Never played That's again, but he still he pops up, and I see a wrecked man is playing Starfield. So yeah, there there was that, and then the <laughs> other night when I was playing, um, I had this random player, female, I assume because of the way it, they sounded. Uh, I'm just speculating because it wasn't like there wasn't like a given other than the voice. Uh, they were doing terribly. They died first. We're in a gunfight. At the end, they only did 100 damage. I did 1,200, and our teammate did 600. And they would basically start going off like, you guys fucking suck. You guys don't know what you're doing. And I'm like, uh, and I was like, uh, coming from the person who died twice. And she, like, sh she basically told me to shut up, uh, you fat-ass white honky. <laughs> I was like, okay, you're toxic as hell. You're getting reported. Josh, you're such a fat ass white honky. I'm a fat ass white honky, apparently. It's in my voice. It's not like you got bread in your mouth. Can we name the episode Fat White Honky? <laughs> yes, you can. I don't um, I don't know if for SEO reasons if we can or not. Let me let me look it up. Let you me talk keep to looking the SEO yeah. gods and see how fat white honky plays with them. Yeah. So then on my downtime when I'm not working on reviews, which I still have one to write and one to finish. Um, I've been playing Tales of Iron. Don't know if you guys remember that game. I think you were talking about it the other day, right? I believe it's a Tales game. No. <laughs> it's not a Tales game. It's remember, it's the 2D it. uh, Souls-like game where you're playing as the rat and you fight the frogs. Tales of Iron? I don't think I've heard of this. Once you see it, you'll know. No, I've never seen it. Never seen it? I've never seen it. Okay, well, essentially, it's a tale of you play as the prince who's working his way up to become the new king of the rats, to, and you have to fight uh, the empire of the frogs, basically. I like it. it it's very cartoony. It, is, it does have the Souls-like vibe, but it's giving me Castle Crashers, too. It does have some moments where it's kind of... I say kind of comedic because I'm still in the beginning. Um, but for the most part, it's it's more like a playful type deal. You know what I mean? Like It's, it's some seriousness to it, but... There's nothing like uber dark about it yet. Yeah, let me pull this up for the folks watching at home. It look yeah, it looks really pretty. Okay, I well like I haven't gotten to that part yet, so this is this is a trailer, Josh. I'm not trying to spoil I was it. I'm seeing with the dead bodies and stuff. I haven't gotten that far. The dead rats. <laughs> but yeah. Executed that beetle. So I've been playing that, and then of course Death Stranding, director's cut. Well, I think you can talk about the one game that you're currently working on. Uh, Which, uh, what, I mean, you're talking about the review that I'm working on, or are you talking about uh, the one that I said, oh, I don't think we could talk about it? I think because street date is a uh, release date, right? Your NDA is up on release yeah, date. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. this will be out on the 10th, so you should, or this so, will be out after release. Uh, I've been soloing it, and I'm hopefully going to have Nick join me sometime this weekend to play cooperatively, but we've, I've been tasked to review. Was it Dark Void? Is that what it's called? Void Crew. Void Crew. Dark, I mean, we dark, said, dark Void is, uh, that's like a PS2 or a PS3 game, I believe. Uh, see, my name's got all mixed up. I've got so much going on. Oh, I think this, Void is, Crew. this is already out, Josh. This came out September 7th. Oh. Oh, yeah, was September 10th. Was the Xbox game, too. That might be your, that might be your that review be, date. 
He's checking. Well, he's checking. He's confirming. Uh, he's confirming. Uh, analyze. analyze. Enhance. 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 Right there. It's right there. Josh is checking. No, it says it says due date nine ten. So, does it have the little asterisk next to it? No, it doesn't. And I think it's because when he sent us the review, it did have the asterisk saying we couldn't talk about it. That's why. That's why I got confused. Talk away. uh, Void crew. Uh, Basically, um, it is a cooperative. It can also be done solo, but it's very fucking hard. At least with with what I have. Cooperative. um, I would say it's a PVE player versus environment. Um, essentially where you go in and you do different, uh, types of tasks. So like the, the beginning task is like the, or the uh, tutorial is introducing you to, Oh, if you die, this is how you respond. If you have hole damage, this is how you fix it. Uh, how this is how you use the power system on your ships and how to utilize each uh, area of your ship to whether you're building a new weapon or, uh, a new printer or whatever. It basically introduces you to stuff, and then the part I'm are the mission I'm doing now is I have to go to this satellite and uh, up start uploading this data that got left there. But as I'm doing it, I start to get swarmed by an enemy uh, fleet. So not only am I tasked with keeping this signal going on the satellite, but I also had to fly back to my ship to get onto my turrets to fight them off. So is this space dog fights, but also first person shooter fights as well? It's not so much first person shooter fights. It's more like, or at least where I'm at now, it's first person exploration toward, uh, for when you're not in the ship. When you're on the ship, you're doing everything from dog fights to uh, traveling and stuff. Like I'm pretty sure at some point we'll be able to actually go in and uh, occupy enemy ships and take them and stuff. But for I'm at now, it's like individual flying ships that are more just NPCs, enemies. It sounds pretty cool. You'll have to, yeah. I was just looking for that code. You'll have to send me, send me. The uh, code. I'll just send it to you after this, yeah. And then what's the other one? Uh, what's the review that either um, just came out or is coming out? It's already out. Uh, it is called um, Creepy Tale Ingrid's Penance. Penance. It's the third one of the series. Um, it's a little on the darker side. It's still it's like a childhood tale of like why basically why you should behave. Um, it starts with like your, your mom asks you to go take some bread to your grandma. You're kind of a dick to your mom and say, fuck off. Fine. I'll go do it, I guess. And you come across like this mud puddle and you're like, Oh, I don't want to ruin my new shoes. So rather than, you know, maybe just walking around, she throws the fucking bread loaf into the mud to step on it. And she falls down, basically falls into hell. And she is tasked with going out of hell to get back to her world. And it gives you the option of like you either, you know, become a better person, repent your sins or you become the sinful one. And it's just it's chock full of like puzzles and really intricate, dark areas like the area I just finished was Owl City. And it's a bunch of creepy owls that are basically um, using dream catchers to siphon energy from children. And what and what what type of is this is a side scroller? Is this a third? Yeah, it's a side scroller puzzle. Yeah, side scroller puzzle. Sorry, I was looking at screenshots and I was like, what is going on here? It's 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 different. It's not my cup of tea, but it's the puzzles are very interesting. It took me like there was one puzzle in the beginning that I was like bashing my head into my desk going, What the fuck am I supposed to do? I don't want to look this up. I was getting really frustrated. 
I finally figured it out, and I'm like, there was no way anybody would have gotten that without looking it up. After, like, the first ten minutes of trying. I, I had an achievement this? like that in a game. I had a go, go ahead, go ahead. So, you're in, like, you fall down again, you go into, like, this, like, creepy mouth area. So, basically, there is a machine that these little goblins, these little imps are working on, where... Uh, there's like a large intestine that brings the food down and it's like a thing of meat. He, the imp like basically salts it up, puts it on the grill, takes it off the grill, sends it up a cage. And then a second imp grabs it from the cage, throws it into the mouth. The mouth eats it, but then it just digests it right back and it repeats. Right. Mm -hmm. So on the bottom floor is its stomach and there's nothing connecting to it. So it just has like the stomach acid dripping off the ceiling. You find this horn that is hollow that you're supposed to go up to the acid and fill it up, but it does not give you the indication until you run into it. Yeah, I wouldn't have. I'm usually yeah. pretty good with puzzles. And I'm like, mm. yeah, yeah, I shook my head. Cause like, I literally did everything. I went from all these areas. I tried different things. I had a knife thinking I had to stab one of the imps. No joke. I literally thought I was going to have to stab one of the imps in the back. So when nothing was happening. So are we buying this game or no? No, I would not buy it. If you like puzzles, buy it. If you liked the series, buy it. Uh, as a newcomer, uh, I got frustrated. I got really frustrated. There's just so many parts where I'm, it doesn't it doesn't give you the proper hints. Mm. Any other games on your end, Josh, that aren't Death Stranding? No, I, I'm gamed out at this point. Mm. <laughs> I've got too much. Jake, what have you been up to? Um, so I really I'm not sure if I mentioned this last last podcast, but. I really wanted to get into League of Legends Wild Rift. But one night, I randomly was looking up to see what their esports was like since the last time I was doing research. And Riot discontinued uh, Wild Rift esports in every country besides Asia just because of viewership and numbers and all that stuff. So I was a little disappointed. So I'm like, what's the point of playing this if there's no esports for this game? So I dropped it. And I picked up Pokemon Unite. They just had their championship recently. And I've actually been really into Pokemon Unite. There's been a lot of more Pokemon added to the game since I last played it. Um, the only thing that sucks, there's some things that I wish changed. For example, I wish they had uh, bands for rank. Because everyone's kind of just playing whatever the hell they want. And it sucks. Um, there's also not a roll lock. So, like I said, everyone's playing whatever they want. And it sucks. Don't people don't people hate roll locks though? Like, aren't roll locks kind of like something that, on paper, sounds good, but it really limits how uh, how teams can function and find new ways to play? So after Overwatch, um, I'm actually okay with roll locks because, uh, yes, it does kind of affect flexibility a little bit, but I do like knowing that hey, I won, I queued up in this role, I'm going to play this role, not like a gamble where, oh, this guy picked first and he locked in, I can't do anything about it, so I'm forced to flex and play this other role that I'm not really either familiar with or that I suck at it, or that I just don't want to play. So I get both sides of this coin, but I think with Pokemon Unite, with all the Pokemon that have added to it, I kind of want it. Who, uh, um, who, are you, who are you mainlining? So right now I've been maining Slowpoke. Slow He's a great tank. Um, he take he just he's a he's a damage sponge. Like I just I take so much damage and I'm I there's he has an ability called Amnesia 
that like he recovers like a good chunk of his health after using that. And Not I love who it. I expecting you to say. Uh, I used to main Lucario. Hmm. Um, right now I'm kind of just flexing uh, between Pokemon. I wish I had enough coin to play Mewtwo, but I don't. Pre hey, for the record, pre-show Jake was complaining about Mewtwo. So it, this, yeah, is another, is a, this is another ooh, example of Jake hating on something, but then being like, I want to exploit it. <laughs> I, I want to get on that bandwagon. I want to get on Mewtwo because, it, like, especially if you're solo queuing, he's a great solo queue Pokemon. You can like, basically deal with anything. You can play any position, any role with Mewtwo. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But man, the other team has Mewtwo and you don't, good luck. Doesn't good luck. Gengar's in this game, right? Gengar is fun. He is probably the best speedster Pokemon in the game so far. I was going to say, doesn't he play a lot like Mewtwo, probably? No. Mm. Uh, he's more of a jungle where he can kind of just gank. He like He'll kind of just pop in, pop in out of nowhere, and he could kill you. Instantly, I actually was building uh, a Gengar uh, build, or doing a Gengar build before the podcast started. Because so, I used to play him as well. I mean, he's still good. He's still good. Um, I would have guessed you were a Gengar main, just based off my the little time I, I had first, in the game. When I first started playing, I played him a lot. Um, they are coming out with Blaziken in like five days. So Torchic's coming into the game. Um, like I said, there's been a lot more Pokemon in the game than last time I played. They've actually like added a lot, and I like it. Um, their esports is pretty huge for what it is. Um, really enjoying that you can play it on the switch and on your ipad or phone i actually talked to a couple people on their like uh experience on both uh ports and they said that the mobile devices actually have a faster respond rate uh when it comes to input so, so i'm like okay hook up a controller to one of those bad boys and get no no you can't you can't you control on that oh, oh, there's no controller support no but it's it's it works fine on the touchpad it's 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 fine um so i've been playing that apex legends uh had my moments uh i haven't really played much i've been really playing the pubs uh the mixtape mode where it's just team deathmatch gun game and control just to get uh all my missions done for the battle pass since i wasted the money on that um i won't play rank by myself unless i have at least one more person Jordan and I have been waiting for Josh to get at least the gold because we can't play with him anymore until he hits gold. I, I'm getting, I'm almost like my plan is by the end of today to get to gold uh, four. And then I've been playing, I've actually been streaming a bit of Brawlhalla just by just messing around. I've been streaming on kick. I'm up to 30 followers. Wait a uh, minute. A wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? You're retired. You can't play Brawlhalla anymore. No, I'm not playing it competitively. You're retired. You can't. You can't. I'm a casual player. And well, I. If, 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 if you're following Jordan, what you have to do now is never play again, buy a Brawlhalla team, and then just have it be like a mediocre team the rest of the time. No. <laughs> um, so all I've been doing is just, just playing rank with either uh, friends I've made of Brawlhalla in the past. And we're just chilling, we're having fun. And what I like to do is I know players that take the game so seriously. And when I beat them, I just shit on them. I taunt oh. my ass off. I throw out those to those toxic uh, 
emojis, those emotes, and like I just get in their head. Some people are like, they get it. They're like, oh, he's just messing around, whatever. And those randoms that don't, they get so pissy. And I think it's the funniest thing ever. I'm like, dude, I'm in your head right now. I'm living rent free. Dude, you're a cyber but, bully, dude. <laughs> I am a cyber bully, but I'm not the like I said, I'm not the KYS cyber bully. I'm not gonna like disrespect somebody. I'm just gonna taunt my ass off, and you're gonna bitch about it. We've got Josh with the feet stuff. We got Jake with the cyber bully, and like this podcast is going to shit. We it was supposed to be we're supposed to be leaders, guys. We are. We're leading a new what generation. Are you, what are you contributing, Nick? I don't know. I'm not a degenerate. <laughs> exactly. Well, no. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but, and then I've been playing Death Stranding. I'm sure I've seen Nick the other night. <laughs> I was just going to say, what? Oh no, you go ahead and say, I was going to say, you leave all Death Stranding talk for that. No, end. I'm not going to talk about it yet. I'm just going to say that like, I, there was one night I was playing it till two o'clock in the morning. I saw you playing it around that same time. <laughs> just so you could catch up. Well, if you guys had played early in the week, like I had said, you guys are like, oh, let's do it through it. I'm like, yeah, you guys haven't even started it. Well, see, once I saw that where we once i saw that we weren't playing through chapter three i was like i got time like what's the what's the mr incredible meme oh yeah i got time <laughs> that's that was me when i realized we weren't playing chapter three we were playing yeah when, chapter three when you ask that question i'm like i hope not i hope not playing past chapter three that no, chapter, chapter i read online is yeah, long it's biggest, the longest. Chunk, biggest chunk of the game but we'll, we'll right. get to more death stranding talk in a little bit we're saving that for after the news and the meme and you guys are like, but Nick, 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 you guys aren't doing a year. How are you going to do old news? And I, I say this, I say this, I say, you know what I told Josh to do? I said, hey, Josh, we go up on Monday. What I need you to do is pull the news from the last week. And it's still old news. Yeah. What? I say all this to say, Josh, are you ready for the news? Read all about it. Latest football scores. Morning paper. Morning star. Paper it's time for old news. Yeah, I'm 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 ready. So <laughs> so this is a little different, and Nick, I just want to confirm before I begin, because we never really confirmed it. Do I need to say who the article is by, or can I just say because obviously everybody's talking about it? No, we'll click we'll click over a link. Like I'll be like if it's like the, for example, this first one, go ahead and read it off. Yeah, so uh, the Nintendo Switch 2 demo at GamesCon. So, I mean, uh, everyone's like, reporting on this, but it looks like you pulled from Games, Game Games Rant, Rant right? Yeah. Uh, so, for those who are not aware, at GamesCon, yes, they Nintendo did bring out the Switch 2. Uh, and one of the demos that they demoed on it was the uh, Unreal 5 Matrix Tech demo that they did back for, what was it, the PS5? I completely right forgot before, about that thing. Yeah, right before uh, the the last Matrix movie. And it surprisingly ran really well. They also demoed uh, Tears of the Kingdom on there. And oh, like people, a better running version of it? Yes. And people are like, they're shooketh from it. So like it. So I have a good, right. que I have a good question. What is what is the dream like launch lineup for the Switch 2? Like, OK, let's name. Does it have to be like it doesn't have to be remakes. It could be new titles, right? They're not to be remakes. So I'm going to say within the first five months of the Switch 2, I could see Metroid Prime 4. Yes. I could see a Metroid Dread, like a Metroid Dread port. Okay. Which I think what they would do is they would fashion it kind of like how they fashioned Prime and Fusion. Remember how those two came out like within a week mm -hmm. of each other? I think that'd be totally adorable. That'd be cool. Yeah. 
uh, Mario Wander will be new enough at that point, so Wander will make the jump. Tears of the Kingdom will make the jump. And then they'll probably... I mean, I hate to say it, but they'll probably have uh, another Splatoon ready to go out the chamber. So I don't think Tears of the Kingdom will make its way over, or at least that won't be a ported version. They'll probably let you bring the Switch the Switch 1 version over to play on it. Mm -hmm. But they already announced... And they probably should put that on here. And I think about it. I don't know if it was technically the week before, if it was last week, but they've already announced that they're not doing any DLC for tears of the kingdom. They're already working on the next title. That, 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 that checks out. I'd rather them be working on the next title than adding stuff. Cause well, I mean, let's be honest though. I mean, to an extent tears of the kingdom was essentially DLC to breath of the wild. I mean, it feels like an extension of the world, but also and it's like, own, there's so and it's much, way. there's so much it, customizable. It'd be like, It'd be like putting out DLC for Tears of the Kingdom would be like putting out story DLC for Minecraft. So I put it as, do you remember uh, when Infamous uh, was The Last Sun, the PS4 version? Yeah. The PS4 game? So when they had that come out, they released, it was originally DLC, but then it became on like, on like standalone DLC. It was The First Light, mm -hmm. which follows the, I can't remember her name, but the female uh, protagonist. And like the, it's like a prologue. Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like it's like that, or like a Miles Morales Spider-Man. Yeah, a little break off. Yeah, yeah. With Zelda, like I see Tears of the Kingdom as Breath of the Wild's Majora's Mask. Yes. It's yeah, just, I mean, it basically, yeah. I mean, we're already getting so muddied up with like putting stuff into genres. Now we're trying to put it into like, oh well, you know, is it DLC? Is it a four? No, it's it's just another thing. Yeah. Jake, do you have uh, any any Switch to launch titles in mind? Oh, oh, so there's gonna be a Mario game. There's probably gonna be a Zelda game. Yeah, that's a, uh, a given. Maybe a Metroid game. I would hope so. Uh, it's, there's gonna be a Splatoon prequel, probably. I could see a prequel get in there. It was called Splat. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be called Toon. Before they became squid people, they were people. They were people. No, it was just, it was just squids, and then they. Kind of bred together, whatever. Um, oh. Ooh, yeah, I know Nintendo didn't Rule see that coming. <laughs> it's out um, there. Anyway, <laughs> it definitely um, is. What I think would be cool is if they would have like a prequel to Majora's Mask where you play as the moon. <laughs> no, I've all I've all seen the moon. I could see them doing. They'd be a huge boost to their uh, platform. Third party apps bringing them back. Netflix and the whole Netflix, shebang, Hulu, YouTube. Discord, yeah. That'd be okay. Um, I, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Discord at least, because let's face it, Sony realized they were losing that battle. Microsoft is starting to slowly realize they're, they're losing that battle. You have to bring um, Discord in. Like, that's one of the few things that like, gets in demand. Well, Nintendo's not worried about those other two. I think what Nintendo's focused on right now is, hey, the Steam Deck came out and people really like that fucker. We gotta do something. I how do we reach these kids? Kind of once, and I know everyone's been kind of demanding this, but I want a legit Pokemon Stadium. Mm, I mean, you kind of, you're kind of getting that from what was the what was the off offhanded one they did January 2022 Legacy Coliseum. No, what was that Pokemon Legacy or like Le oh, Le um, the you're talking about the. Jake, it's right before, or right after Sword and Shield. It's that Arceus. Arceus, uh, there it is. Yeah, that one was a good game. Apparently. That was definitely not a Pokemon Stadium, though. Yeah, 
Stadium, stadium, all stadium. That was more is. like that was more like Pokemon saf- the Safari Zones. That's the more stadium, like that. The Stadium and Coliseum game. All they are is, hey, do you like the Pokemon RPGs that we put out on Game Boy? Do you hate the walking around? Do you just want to battle? Here you go. But it's well, in three D. Good to me. It's in three D. Well, well, that's like saying, oh, you don't like the f- uh, the traveling across world fighting people. Let's fight in a tournament where you just fight people instead of running yeah, around. Yeah, it would be a great be a great esport. It's, it's I mean, it already like, is. <laughs> it's already a good eSport. But it's um, it's like if like Final Fantasy is like, hey, do you hate the walking around? Do you just want the random encounters? Well, okay, go. let's be honest right now. If we can get rid of the walking, that's like 80% of the problem. Yeah, I don't want to fight the bug kid. I don't want to fight the bug kid ever again. Actually, here's what we need. We need a true sequel to the Pokemon trading card game. I'd play that. that you know yeah. what? I think they did do a sequel, Josh. I think it, well, I think like, it was the last sequel like... It was probably Gen 2. Ago? It was Gen 2 or 3 though. So it was a Okay, while, so 15 years ago. A while ago. Yeah, give me give me a new sequel with like I guess let's face it. Bunch, we've got Mega Evolutions. I I don't even remember how to play the fucking Pokémon Dragon Guard game. I need a I need a refresher and then I need to know how to play all the new stuff. Oh, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like magic where you're summon you hey, I'm here's this Pokémon. I put on a water energy on it. Now I can do this attack. Yeah, you're, you're you tapping, need all those like elements. elements. I didn't yeah. ask for you guys to give me a refresher. I want it to be done by professionals. All right. Well, you know what? Fuck you. All right. Well, yeah, yeah. Get out of here. All right. Well, we're going to move on then. Um, Cyberpunk 20, 20, 2077 Phantom Liberty install size leaks. So uh, this is this is another game rant, by the way. Uh, not turning off my ad people. Uh, this is not DLC. This is a standalone game, right? Yep. Is it a is it first person shooter? But. Uh, I, I mean, guess it's technically, same. it's this, it's like the first person thing. I think you can go to third person to some extent. Well, I think it's only first person. I think it was a mod you could do third person. Anyway, essentially, it is Cyberpunk 2077, but it's a sequel. So if I Ish. own, so if I own Cyberpunk, I have to pay for this anyway, right? I can't. Yeah. I don't get this out the gate. It's not. A, it's not free. Motherfuckers. But what? I don't think it's a full uh, price game either. I'm actually gonna have, I don't. I'm curious now because I actually don't know off the top of my head. So it looks like what, the, what's the what's the size leak? Oh, what's the size? 102 gigabytes. I hate new games for a PC. These days. Whoa, 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 whoa! Time out, Josh. If you if you'll read the article with your eyeballs here, Phantom Liberty will require another 32 gigabytes. So oh, is it saying it's 102 with? So, yeah, the game completely would be... Okay, I just looked it up, but it is technically being marked as DLC, but I think it is still standalone. Anyway, it, it, it once again, we get muddled into the muddleness of what is it? And it's my fault for just looking at the top and then switching pages to see if it's actually 30 bucks, and it is 30 bucks. <laughs> no, you're good. I, I just think, like, I don't know. I see that they're putting this out, and I'm like, but did you fix the other thing? Like, did you finish dinner before you ate this dessert over here? Well, and like I said, it goes back to that argument we'd had a few months back where we had like the the, the huge uh, image of all the apologies from all of the different developers. Like, I understand to an extent that developers or the people who are actually doing the work for the game are held, being held at gunpoint and being forced to release games early because some greedy asshole up top or assholes, plural, up top are like no we need money now we're hemorrhaging even though they're probably not i don't know i just i think putting this game out is really weird because 
well they so they canceled the multiplayer aspect of cyberpunk they're like hey we're yep. cutting our losses there they've cut support of gwent so gwent like they still have a skeleton crew on gwent but they're not putting out new cards or new packs or anything so you have the team split on working on this i think there were two or three witcher games in development if i remember correctly yep so three the, the game is or the the team seems pretty pretty spread out i mean i imagine they're doing some hiring but i mean cyberpunk really really did a number on that team dude i cannot stand like when they just like drop stuff that they know they have a cult following like went and um like i understand i kind of understand why they would drop the multiplayer because it's kind of hard multiplayer games nowadays people have been playing the same ones for the last like decade or two counter-strike league of legends all that stuff so it's kind of hard to get people to play like a new multiplayer game or and keep them there um so certain games like cyberpunk or um the last of us i honestly think don't need a multiplayer game why they like would throw that out there baffles me because some games don't need it they don't need to have a multiplayer like mode i'm still waiting for them to cancel the last of us multiplayer i just don't i don't see it coming to fruition i think their energy would be better spent on part three yeah. But what and, do you know, Nick? What do you know? Just a guy this, in a chair. This just reminds me of like what happened to Vainglory. If you guys don't know what Vainglory is. Oh, I remember it, that. Actually, it was I tried first, to get up the other day. It was the first MOBA that was on mobile games or, or on the mobile you know, devices. And it died because developers moved on to different projects and they gave it to the community to fend for itself. And I guess they kind of just gave up on it because Wild Rift and Mobile Legends Bang Bang were kind of like the superior ones, but everyone loved Vainglory until the developers kind of dropped it. And you know what that developer is doing right now? Not shit. They made some some dumb game that I was playing. I actually beta tested it, and they, they haven't made an update for months, maybe a year, so they kind of dropped that. They made a Ninja Turtles game that I heard was decent on the arcade, the uh, Apple Arcade. Um, but they're, like, doing, like, other projects. But people still go back and piss off at this company for dropping Vainglory. Vainglory's still on my Steam list. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, they moved the, the Steam. But, man, it is, it's just shit. I wish they would have kept the Vainglory. But, man, Super Evil Corp, I, I, I hate you for the decision that you made to drop that game. The Super Evil, them. You cowards. They were they were successful until they weren't. Moving on, PAX organizer Reed Pop and the ESA and E3 partnership. So let's see. Yeah, this I is, reading that the other day. This is Game Informer. Oh boy, still around. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, for those who aren't aware, last year was supposed to be like their like their first coming of understanding what their like a mutual agreement. Um, obviously, E3 got canceled. I say last year it was actually this year, but 2023. Uh, and basically, they said fuck you to each other. And now 2024 uh, is kind of already hitting it. So they're trying to they were working on ways to bring it up next year. But they've already lost their venue. They're not that's not as of right now. It's not going to be at the. Uh, which uh, the L.A. The convention LA. Center. Yeah, the L.A. Uh, convention and Center. I'm, and I'm, Thank you. Yeah, I couldn't. Good thing of where exactly it was, but so it's not going to be held there. No one knows where it's going to be held at right now. 
I just I don't see it coming back. I don't think there's enough. There's enough. I think. Power. I think enough. for the next couple of years, it's going to be dead. Yeah. What Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft are out of it. Uh, EA have been out of it for a while. I think Ubisoft was still there. Bethesda was bought up by Microsoft, so they're gone by proxy. Uh, yeah, you don't have a lot going on, and I don't. I love indies. I love them to death, but I don't think there's enough interest there to have them really carry a show, unless unless you went fucking all in and like did like a special thing where you called it E3 Indie, and just kind of split off like, okay, this is E3 Indie, and like you you're highlighting the indies, and you're kind of taking taking the reins when it comes to. But I mean, you've also got Jeff Keighley doing that, so you really gotta. I don't know. Not only that, but you also think you've got. Uh, Gamescon, you've got uh, PAX, all their different versions. I mean, there's there's the so many other events that already basically give in, not give in, but like are highlighting indie developers already. So E3 would yeah. have a hard enough time even trying to get people to come to that. If like the ESA wants to come back with E3, they're gonna have to behead Jeff Keighley. Yeah, yeah. The like Josh mentioned, there's a lot of uh, gaming conventions around the world that kind of help indie developers for example i know dreamhack the couple of dreamhacks i've been to they have any developers there where you can test games i mean uh one step from eden was ha happens to be one of my favorite games that i tested and i actually want a shirt and some other cool merch playing that game it's a really fun game i re you know i recommend checking it out they even have a uh, a multiplayer uh port called duels of eden it's not out yet i think it's still being tested but i think it comes out later this year really fun it's it's like Mega Man Battle Network but multiplayer you go you go up against each other it's really fun that'd be I, cool I know there's not a lot of announcements that come out of it but I really want to go to uh, the game developers conference GDC one year just because it's like the dorkiest of them like people get up there and do talks about like oh different yeah things really in -depth doing in shit oh yeah yeah uh, I think that'd be cool um speaking of conferences Des Moines this weekend has a anime animate Des Moines the anime or it's an anime conference and josh lean lee is up here this weekend and if i would have known that and i had a job had money i would have gone and met her for the first time uh if you would have told me i would have bought us tickets to both go see her who 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 is this mystery lady that i don't know so she's a um english cover artist for uh anime intros and, and endings. She, she has she a does. lot of good like i i probably my spotify playlist it's, I at least have like 15 of her songs on it. Uh, she also does voice acting. Mm -hmm. um, there's a One Piece movie, One Piece Red, where she happened to be, she voice acted as one of the main characters. Speaking of One Piece, how is, have you guys it's, watched live acting? Yes. I have not um, watched. I'm, I keep last, seeing ads. I'm on the last episode. It's not bad. There's select things. Like if you watched it, they skip over the anime, a lot. Yeah, if you watch the anime, there'll be stuff you'll be like picky about. But if you haven't watched it before, it's kind of like Arcane, where like I think everyone would enjoy it. Um, my favorite character so far happens to be Sanji. Have you heard what his uh, his actor has done to prepare? Yeah, for the like role? he's like he's done so much, and he, he, he's like he's great. He trained. Uh, he he went to like chef classes. He went to what was it Taekwondo or something with his feet. Yeah, he's done. He's done. He's like, done. He's, he's done his homework. He does all of his stunts. He, yeah. He's cooked like for real on there. He actually he's, cooks for like the crew when he's on uh, set and stuff yeah. like he he has done his homework. The only person I'm still picky about 
is the guy who plays as Luffy. I don't like I, his talking. It's just I don't like his it's talking cringy. either. When it's he says cringy. gum gum, when he says gum gum, I can't stand it. Between <laughs> gum gum and when he messes up Buggy's name, I can't. I'm like, oh, it's just Time like out. it's nails on a chalkboard. Isn't that Luffy's? Isn't that the whole point of Luffy? He's like a big cringe. He's walking cringe. Like that's the, no, but no. Like, that screams anime protagonist. Like Goku works because Goku is this cringy motherfucker. No, 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 no. It no, does no, cool no, no, things no. when he's not no, being no. cringe. No, no. No, the no. coolest guy so far has been Sanji, and if not him, uh, Zoro. I actually kind of like Mihawk. He's pre done pretty well, too. Mihawk's pretty cool, too. Um, I kind of like, when they do, like, a comparison to, like, what has happened on anime compared to the live-action one, What the one part I hated the most so far was when Nami's stabbing her arm with the knife, and uh. Luffy comes in, and he says... Uh, you know, he yells out, "Of course I will." Oh, but that's like, the. But in the anime or in the live action, he says he whispers it kind of. It's like you know, "Of course I will," but he repeats that line four times until the last line. He yells, "Of course I will," whereas in the anime, he only says it once, and he yells it, and it bothered me so much I couldn't stand it. Oh, I mean, there's some things. I mean, this first season, it's only eight episodes, but they already have the script for season two yeah they said it would only take them a year it's all prepared that within 12 to 18 months it could be the second season could be out yeah they're, they're not in they're not filming in america right like i don't think any of those actors are sag right i don't know like the strike just makes me think it's, it's because be of the writers way. that they're yeah it's the writer portion that they're waiting on well if it's already so, written i don't think well like, but i think it's i think it's i think it's in solidarity with uh, yeah, sag yeah. yeah but yeah um She's in town. I'm like, damn it, because I saw her post on Instagram. I'm like, no way she's here. Yeah, if I would have known, Jake, I, I didn't I know even know. I didn't even know they were gonna be in town this weekend. If you would have told me, and would be like, Josh, I just don't have the money. I'd be like, dude, here's my credit card. Go buy us some fucking like, tickets. Let's I go. I guess like thirty five bucks for the weekend. What oh, this has Christ. taught me is that Jake's a broke motherfucker. Yes. Yeah, I would have paid for well, those. No, I would have driven up there I, and paid I, for those tickets. So I could have paid for it, but I'm trying to be smart. Mm-hmm. He's Jackie being an adult. Not, Jackie would not have liked that. <laughs> oh, Jackie would have murdered you. Yep. Um, but yeah, there's that. Um, yeah. RIP E3. Moving on. So this next one doesn't have a particular article. Uh, I figure there's been so much news going on. We probably all pull something out, but uh, everything's Starfield. Uh, the Hate big it. thing I noticed I keep seeing, and it cracks me up more and more every time I see it, is the potato physics. The potato physics. I saw that video where they open the bay door and it's just a mound of potatoes. That yes, they come. It is. I mean, I, you have to give them credit. They're the physics of Starfield is pretty fucking awesome. The fact that you can have that many potatoes in there and they fall the exact way they would if they were in real life. I mean, that's fantastic. You have to give them credit to that. I think Bethesda's physics have always been really good. I think the thing that starfield's really reminding me of is how annoying people are in with review culture and how crazy people are about a number that doesn't really signify much like i think ign gave starfield a seven and i was just yep. i was scrolling the comments and so many mid 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 big l bethesda big l i'm just like <laughs> i hate terminology these days because like the mid and cap and uh it's so uh, like you sound stupid. You're an adult, Jake. Jake, that was the most lit thing you've ever said. 
but yeah, just how crazy people are about it. And then, you know, the compare, Oh, it's not Baldur's Gate three. It's like, no shit. You fucking idiot. Like these two different games had completely two different paths, two different teams. Do you like everything in Starfield? No. Do you like everything in Baldur's Gate? No. Okay. I think, I think the thing that bothered me the most that I've heard and Jake's actually guilty of it. Because you said it, I I don't know. I don't know if it was your own opinion or if it's how you're repeating it. Is it's Skyrim in space? Oh yeah, yeah, it is Skyrim in space. But honestly, what there's a few things I don't like about it is um, it looks like it looks like it should have looked better. Like I don't know what it is. I know that they it took forever to come out this game. But what the one thing that really bothers me the most is the the text font in the game just looks so it looks like a child made it it's stupid um the whole mod community i hate right now for starfield it looks like they not really they're not really trying oh look you could put nicholas cage's face on your flashlight that's Why? a dumb mod that's a dumb mod i like the Are- mod community like the mod community lifts up games like that the thing i've seen is people clamoring for like oh they need a new engine or oh they should go with unreal to which it's the same argument I have about Steam where everyone's like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to pass until it's on Steam. It's like, no, you can buy stuff off of Steam. In fact, I'm playing Death Stranding from my Epic Game Store. Same same thing. You don't need we don't need every game made on Unreal Engine or Unity. Like it's totally OK that Bethesda has their own engine that they're working from. Is it dated? Yes. Do they need to update some stuff on it? Probably. But at least it's not just another thing in the unreal motor running forward. Yeah. I mean, I'm, for me, the graphics aren't as big of a deal. Like I'm not looking for like, I don't want my, my PC to basically catch on fire and burn my house down as I'm trying to play a game. I'd be okay. With I might. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's going to be hard when you're in the, the room playing the game. It'd be a, uh, it'd be a cool story. Like, Hey, I was playing, I was playing Starfield and my PC caught fire and burnt the house down. Hey, it's all, it's all fun and games until the family cat dies, okay? And you know what T- Todd Howard would be like? Maybe you should upgrade your PC. <laughs> uh, that's the other thing I saw that people were like, well, why isn't it optimized? And it's like, it, it, it is. It's just your PC. Your <laughs> laptop. Optimized. Maybe you your need laptop a- gaming on your Chromebook. You know those dumb ads? Actually, I like those Chromebook ads. Um, but I hate laptop gamers. I hate it so much. People were like, why didn't you optimize your game? And Todd Howard took their head and farted in their face. <laughs> like here, just, just, I mean, literally there's system, whoops, system requirements on Steam. You ready? Let's hear them. The minimum. So obviously I don't care about Windows 10. We don't. Processor, AMD, Ryzen 5 2600X or Intel Core i7 6800K. 16 gigs RAM. And then for graphics, we need uh, AMD Radon RX 5700 or the NVIDIA GeForce 1070 Ti and up. That's minimum. For those who are like, well, Josh, I've got all that and it runs like shit. Yeah, that means that is the minimum you need to at least be able to start that little game up and be able to play it. Not play it well. Play it. Now, are you ready for the recommended? This is a huge jump. They want... An AMD Ryzen 5 3600X or an Intel i5 10600K, 16 gigs of RAM, and an AMD Radon RX 6800 XT or a NVIDIA GeForce RTX 2080. 
So for those wondering, well, what does that mean? That means that is what they recommend at a, at a true a developer minimum to actually play it and plausibly enjoy it. That was Josh's tech tips. Eh, I just think everyone just need, if you don't want to play Starfield, don't play Starfield. Go play something else. Yeah. Give Armor Core 6 some love because it's not getting enough. It literally was given like a few days and people said, fuck you to Starfield. Yeah, go play that. Uh, anything else, anyone want to bring anything else about Starfield before no, we move I, I seriously skipped all the gaming podcasts I listened to last week because that's all anyone was talking about that's all anyone's talking about I, I mean like, I don't like you boys uh, you boys uh, chase your SEO over there I'm I'm gonna fuck off over here um well, what I was gonna say is another thing I hate about new games nowadays is just the whole speedrun community they just want to speedrun everything I don't mind the speedrun community because they're just speedrunning through it I care about the, the the SEO chasers, the people that are like, and I know we're talking about it right now, but I'm not going to put it in the show notes. But the people that are like, like the number of podcasts that I listened to that released a special episode last Thursday when the early versions of Starfield are going out, or whenever the, um, I'm sorry, whenever the NDA up was up for Starfield, drove me nuts because like there were like five or six of them that all went up, and I was like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Yeah, I actually know what you mean about uh, SEO chasers because the Brahala community, there's a couple people that I'm friends with and I don't want to bring it up to them, but like if they listen to podcasts, you know, whatever. But I hate people that say a game developers announce something. Well, they'll take that clip and put it in a video to claim as their own, and that's SEO right there. I fucking hate it seos are in the internet try to google anything right now you really can't because everyone's just uh people uh, what is it the guides like people uh who was it it was either starfield or baldur's gate 3 people were putting up the guides before the game came out like oh here's how this works in the game we're guessing just so that way they would rank first because it's first. been up for so long i mean it's smart but it's annoying. That's, that's, that's fucking annoying, annoying as fuck. It's, it's exploitative of the system. It's making Googling less... I'm just going to start binging everything. I don't care anymore. I use Opera. Shut the fuck up. Josh. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Uh, <laughs> all right. Moving on. Baldur's Gate 3 on the PS5. Um, uh, it sounds like... P uh, do I want... Uh, 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 okay. I'll no, don't. Cookies. Just reject. Reject. Oh, reject. no! <laughs> well, now the Knicks got that virus. So... Uh, I specifically just, I didn't specifically pick this one. I picked this article. Uh, but really, all in all, it seems like there is at least high enough consensus that people are enjoying Baldur's Gate 3 on the PS5 more than the PC. Is that just because it looks better, or...? So, that's why I picked this article, is this one specifically says that, um, uh, allegedly, it is effectively the PC version at Ultra Settings, and is running it really well. So I think it's, once again, people are looking at the minimum requirements to run a game, thinking, oh, I've got that RTX 1070 Ti, it'll run it. Barely. Where you get the PS5 as an upgraded machine, it's been optimized, not maybe not optimized 100%, but optimized enough to be able to play it, and it's running really well. And they're like, well, this is stupid. My PC costs way more than a PS5. It should be able to run this. Yeah, your PC cost $1,000 back in 2010. Now it's probably worth $200. Listen, I want my bear sex to be lag free, okay? Oh man. Well, with this, you get crisp, clean, 60 FPS of nothing but bear anal. These ability wheels are, they kill, like, anytime I play with a controller, like, I had to, 
like moving with the controller was fine, but anytime I needed to use an ability, I had to switch back to the keyboard and mouse. It yeah, that looks uh, that just does not seem like fun. I'd rather do the mouse and keyboard. Navigating these were a pain in the ass. Where's that old man? Which old man? Oh, this one? In the ad, yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> we're going to close that guy out. <laughs> Man, man's DTF. He's DTF. Yeah, there's not much here. Like I said, it's just... It just appears that the PS5 version is getting more love. Like, it's not that Boulder Street 3 is a bad game either. Obviously, people are clamoring to it. Like they are Starfield. And, and now it's coming to Xbox. Yeah, but uh, I think it's just... People are starting to realize that, oh, just because I have this PC that cost me a thousand dollars back 10 years ago, maybe, maybe, maybe it can't run everything like it's supposed to. I get right. Just assumes if you have a PC that has an up to date graphics card. At least at the time of buying it, that their computer is going to last for the until the end of time. And it's like, no, it's going to be like every other console. Eventually, you're going to have to upgrade like you're going to have to upgrade in the next year or two. No, but. I don't I expect anybody who still has a 1070 Ti to upgrade if they haven't already. Yes, because it's obsolete for a reason. They quit doing updates for a reason. Yeah, people are obnoxious. Just just upgrade. Just upgrade your toaster, fuckers. Quit, quit being cheap. Upgrade your fucking toasters. Moving on to the final piece of news. Uh, Twitch sensation. Only up. Removed from Steam so Dev can find peace of mind and healing and actually i'm gonna let nick talk about this one because i didn't realize that it was until after the fact and i think nick probably has a more of a better understanding so i became aware of this game because people were streaming it on tiktok and that like i was just flipping through looking for other gaming content and this was always a weird one because it, you're basically just climbing up and you're using all these weird obstacles above you and so the issue with this game is that the developer and i believe it's a solo dev if i'm remembering correctly was using a lot of stolen assets and the game was pulled earlier this summer at one point and then put back up and now it's gone. It's basically, it's, it's a flappy bird all over again. Flappy bird had some stolen assets. Uh, flappy bird got taken down. That guy made a bunch of money in the process. This game become a, became a huge, as the article says, Twitch sensation. Everyone was playing it and now it's gone. I don't even know. I imagine you can still play it if you already owned it, but mm -hmm. it was only like what a $5 game. Uh, I think it was more not. It wasn't. It wasn't full price though. Uh, that was like forty bucks. Was it? I could have sworn I saw it for twenty, but maybe it was on sale when I saw it. Maybe I don't know. This game reminds me of that one game where the guys in the pot. That's what I was thinking. That's oh, the time I like, saw this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just like, so people just want a, a 3D version of this game, like, cool. I know. I would see I every once in a while. I'd see videos of it, and I'm like, oh, this seems okay. I don't know, like. I've never, I, I get it that it's, to me, this is the equivalent of reaction videos. Like you, you get a game that is frustrating enough and you just react to it by playing it. That's all it is. You're, you're, you're watching it to watch people fail. And I can't, so I can't stomach this game because if any, in any game, if I fall a large amount of like, if I fall from very high, like I can feel it in my stomach, like it fucks with me. So I can't play games like this. I get I guess you'd call it vertigo. I don't know, but yeah, I can't. No, it's called being a piece of shit. This article so, is from Kotaku, <laughs> by the way. Yes. Uh, there, I, I don't know. When there's games where I could jump off anything, I, I mean, I try not to because I know if if I take damage, I'm like I'm trying to avoid that. Um, but if I know I'm not going to take damage, I'm leaping. 
I'm leaving, dude, because I want to get to point A to point B as but, quick as possible. But yeah, hey, if you want to play only up, tough fucking luck it's gone, my dudes. Uh, Someone's probably going to sell an account. <laughs> Someone's going to sell <throat> Steam accounts. Oh, I have it. 500 bucks, please. Barbie. Man, just something in the back of my throat. Josh, thanks for pulling the news. Real quick, Jake, you got a meme for us? Me time. I, I think I got two. Yep. I, I got two memes. All right, show, show us what oh, you got. Oh, man. So we got, oh, you got your Mr. Incredible. You know, that, that you know, that smile face where it's just all color. And it says mules when they see a porter. But then you see a skeleton, skeleton face. And it says mules when they see Sam Porter bridges. Because, man, they get boners <laughs> for that guy. Oh, they want to fucking kill him. And you, what's this other one? What's this other one? This other one? Well, if you play controller on Death Stranding, it's the uh, the perfectly balanced meme from Avengers Endgame? Yeah, that's yeah. Endgame. Or Infinity sure. War. I think it's Infinity War. Infinity War um, where he has this conversation, yeah. And on the knife, you have the, the uh, R2 and the L2. And you have Norman Rita saying, perfectly balanced as all things should be. Because if you have anything... Well, if you need to balance your character, you have to use the L2 and R2 to keep your guy balanced. And honestly, I keep those on sometimes just because I hate hopping over. Yes. 100%. It's annoying. It's annoying. Jake... Thank you for the memes. They actually lead perfectly into the first round of our book club. Uh, we're all playing Death Stranding, Director's Cut. We all played up to chapter start of Chapter 3. I'm a yep. little behind, but I've been there before. So, uh, Game originally came out 2019, before COVID. <laughs> let, me, let me say that part, because now everyone's writing a video essay about how this game predicted COVID, and I just want to grab all their heads and smack them against the wall. Well, people already... So, this is Kojima's first game after the huge Konami breakup. People also, uh, you know, just slob on Konami... Or Konami, Kojima's cob about the uh, everything he predicted with Metal Gear Solid 2. Which, looking back, it's kind of amazing the things that he was saying there and how much it relates to stuff now. But, man, like... Find another video game to write a fucking college thesis about, please. <laughs> yes. Well, that's why they picked up Death Stranding. And they're waiting uh, for Death Stranding 2. <clears throat> I'm surprised we're getting that, but that's a... Uh, so, th this game opens, so for those <clears throat> not in the know, Kojima... And, you know, I, I don't think you can really talk about Death Stranding without talking about Metal Gear a little bit. So, Kojima's background, he was working at Konami did all five Metal Gear Solids. I think he was also attached to the two original Metal Gears. Uh, he was also the Bakhtai, the sun is in your hands guy. Yep. Uh, he was uh, Silent Hills PT before it was completely uh, snapped off the world. Ironically, I'm still looking at the Thanos photo. Uh, but he was there, and then they had the nasty breakup around the time Metal Gear Solid 5 came out, which was, was that 2016, 2017, Josh? Might even be earlier uh, than that. It was the same year they released Metal Gear 5. So I think it was 2016. I think it was 2016, yeah, because that was also the same year where they were giving all the uh, awards to uh, Metal Gear Solid 5, and uh, Kojima wasn't allowed at any of the shows because of Konami, and people are pissed and like going off on Konami for it. And that's, that, I think that's really uh, cemented the friendship between him and Jeff Keighley, because Keighley had him on something, I think, the next year, Yeah. and Kojima got like a standing ovation. 
So yeah, they had a nasty breakup. Kojima even had his name stripped off of some copies of Metal Gear Solid Five, if I'm remembering mm-hmm. correctly. Yeah, I think the early copies had it, but then after that, like even the updated version, the like the all DLC stuff, I don't think his name is on it at all. It's kind of fucking nuts. So, uh, so Kojima does what Kojima—he goes off and does his own studio. Uh, I think he forms a partnership with Sony for this first release, or at least it's it's a timed release at the time. Uh, Norman Reedus was attached to be part of PT, and so what, I think Guillermo del Toro was also as well. Yep. Yes. Those guys both follow him into this next game. Uh, Norman Reedus ends up starring in uh, in Death Stranding as Sam Porter Bridges, which is just the dumbest I name. Hate, I've I ever hate that heard. name. When I heard that, I'm like, <laughs> why am I playing this game? <laughs> and I think in the opening hours of this game, the thing that it made me realize that. Kojima, and I mean, we talk about him a lot, but it took a whole team to make this. But his games tend to be very exposition heavy in the front. Uh, and, you know, I was listening to him and Dead Man talk, and I was just, I was reminded of Snake and Otacon, yep. and them just very on the nose talking about stuff. Uh, Otacon mansplaining something to Snake, and Snake being like, oh, hot, like, I, I can't think of anything Snake says, but a high D. <laughs> Just him being shot completely. I, I mean, have you noticed? Have you noticed that when they talk, sometimes they talk on the codec? Mm-hmm. Well, and so what drives me? Yeah, the codec drives me nuts because you have all these holograms, these yeah. perfectly visible holograms that look like the person is there, and then you hop on the codec and it looks like someone's shitty art project. Yep. That's what I was thinking too. I was like, what is this? Come on. <laughs> so it's like, what why did why do you have a codec if what and there these these people you're working with? So your mom is the president, which for some reason, or I think it's your adoptive mom. Yeah, that's and, what I think too. And for some reason you don't remember that at the beginning. So like I I bring up the snakes, hindy, because Sam basically has a moment, the president. Like the president is dead. Like you just you're complete donkey brains in like the fur in the prologue of this game, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. It, it, okay, so obviously it's very muddled. Like up even up until now, it's very muddled of exactly what is going on. Like they don't even really truly. Like obviously, it's part of the story we're going to eventually learn. But at least where you're at, nothing makes sense. The world is you're trying to connect the whole entire United States. And at the same time, travel it, but realistically, you're not. Yeah, I, I always find so in the first few chapters, you connect a few things and you only walk, you only walk like less than a mile, but then it skips out to the map of the US and it makes it seem like you've walked a state. Like, I'm already yeah. in uh, Michigan. Like, okay, that's that's weird. Uh, I've, yeah, because like I see like how close we are to like you know, our hometown, St. Louis. And I'm just like, I hope I see that damn arch, but I don't see that arch. I'm going to freak out. The, uh, the BTs took it out, Jake. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, there's, so I think it's, it's a matter of we're eventually going to learn. And obviously with, uh, Kojima, these games, his games are very, uh, they have you reliably on the cutscenes and narrative. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at some point we're eventually going to have to sit the controller down, go get some popcorn, maybe even get a jug of water and, something to pee in so you don't miss anything the scene the scene where the president died i tabbed over into something else and was reading something <laughs> and then i missed her line and i was like fuck oh, oh i did I the need same to thing attention. except for i was playing apex while it was going on because it's like god this is a long cut scene 
So then and I, I did the same thing when it's uh, him, uh, Sam talking to the AI. I can't remember her name. Uh, Emil, Emily, Emily. Uh, Emily. That's Emily? so. That's like your sister, right? She's like your adoptive sister, right? Yeah. So because I was I was confused. I was like, are they brother sister? And then I was like, oh wait, Sam was probably adopted. So it's kind of a Dexter Deborah Morgan type scenario. Yeah. Because I'm like, wait, she's my sister, but I'm kind of getting vibes <laughs> that she wants to do me. <laughs> Because she keeps fuck me eyes. She keeps popping up in the room where I sleep and shower. And she's singing. And she's singing like London Bridge is. What the fuck, man? Is she just a serial killer shit? Is she just a clone of her mom? I think so. I think because every time you see like flashbacks of our hidden dreaming, it's she's his the mom's always wearing red. So my assumption is she's she has to be a clone. That's my that's my thought just from the outside looking in and not having finished the game originally. Because she's also once they get her back, she's supposed to take over and be the president, apparently. Apparently. So when this Allegedly. game initially came out, I don't think it reviewed totally well because I don't think people a lot of people expected the game that we got. I think no, they a expected lot of people, a metal gear. They, people expected a lot of gunplay, a lot of fighting. And there's not a lot of that. You get grenade you get poo poo and pee pee grenades eventually. You get yeah. these different weapons, but I just love the fact that I could piss somewhere and make a mushroom. <laughs> so <laughs> is that how that happens? Yeah, yeah. you put wherever you, like, I, I see, you know, I see like, those and I'm like, how did someone put this here? I'm yeah, like, no, a, they, I'm I like a fucking a dog. Every time I see a mushroom, I'm like, I have to pee on that mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have a mushroom outside of the uh, the Westport uh, distribution uh, city. And I, it's getting big. It's getting pretty big. I, I just like how everything that is just in like currency. Everything just mm-hmm. likes. I was like, oh, this is just like that uh, Black I w- Mirror episode. I, I would love to know the reasoning behind that. Like, you know, like obviously with Metal Gear Solid 2, there was a, a lot of reasons why he was like so heavily about uh, ads and AI. Like, I get it. But I wonder what the whole like situation was. Like, what made him go with that route? So I, I have a theory and and this is, I mean, there's this is unfounded, but as I'm playing this and a lot of the, a lot of the themes, a lot of the through lines are about connecting and making connections and lasting relationships. And you guys remember, um, not Fort Solace, not Fort Solace. You guys remember Somerville from last year, the yeah. space and inv- the game where the aliens invade and you're trying to find your family. It was from one of the, one of the developers that split off from play dead. And so as I'm playing this, I'm like thinking of that a lot because both of these games are games that came out after a nasty split up between uh, a solo dev and the, their development team or the publisher or whoever. And both games are kind of calling calling for like, hey, we need human interaction. We need human connection. The only way that we're all going to survive is by working together. I, I think the likes kind of play into it. I don't know. Again, we'll probably discover more at the end, but I think the likes might be super, might be a superficial thing that might not have any meaning. Kojima might be like, haha, you collected all these likes, but do they really mean anything? No, it was about the connections you made with those people who left that ladder for you so you could cross the river. Now, trust me, if this game didn't have that, where, you know, you're going using other things that people have already built, it's going to be a lot harder than it is. Mm Mm-hmm. But that being said, I'm only liking things that that help me. I'm like, oh, this is a good spot. This guy's got 3,000 likes on this bridge. Well, because this is a great, it's it's a great bridge. bridge. Use that bridge, yeah. damn it. Well, um, and I'm, I'm seeing a lot of parallels to how TikTok works and everything. Like, 
you know, as you're there, there's a one of the ports you're coming out of. There's a a ramp that you can go up, and I see a lot of people like spamming stuff on there, and it's getting a lot of likes. And I'm like, oh, that's someone that just is realizing there's a lot of traffic through this area, and they're trying to take advantage of that, as opposed to, oh, hey, this guy, oh, this really useful bridge over here only has like 20 likes. I'm gonna throw a, a shit ton of likes at it. So it's kind of like you know finding your corner of the internet and you know appreciating it instead of just like the people who are the bottom feeders like we were just talking about starfield and people who are like just seo whoring themselves out so they'll pop up in a google search and so i thought that part was pretty fascinating uh i, I wonder if these games actually still like people are streaming it still or whatever well i'm sure there's probably an, uh, there's a small group of people who still play it and obviously I, I, you still got the speed running community you still have the modding community because i mean with death Stranding 2 being announced and being worked on they're going to do as much as they can with this because there's going to be enough hype to it i was um, reading i was watching a video uh because i took a path but i wanted to see another path someone took and going through the comments it was funny because someone was like oh thank you for the no commentary video but also those paths you're taking are shit <laughs> i was like <laughs> yes there are people out here that are like talking mm -hmm. shit on paths I really like the map. I really like the map of the game because it shows you your path, like your path to each destination. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you, it also shows you paths of other players. And I'm on, so I think, so I bought the game off the Epic Game Store, so I might be on a different server from everybody. I might be on a smaller server that has fewer players. I don't know how they I'm on the PS5 and there's not too many things that I've come across yet. Okay. Well, and I think so. You don't, you can't really get anyone's stuff until you connect a port to the, uh, what is it, the yes. Chira network? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Cairo. The Cairo network, there it is. And, you know, Sam Porter Bridges has better connection than Spectrum. I just wanted to say, I wanted to dish Spectrum network while I, <laughs> or Spectrum charter while I was here, real quick. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, because I see, I see some DNA in this game from Breath of the Wild. I see a little bit of DNA, but then, you know, Tears of the Kingdom came out and I'm kind of seeing some of the DNA from this game in Tears of the Kingdom. Like Tears of the Kingdom doesn't have the aspect of like people using each other's things, but you you kind of get that feeling from Tears of the Kingdom because there are areas where you come up and you can see like the, these are these are the materials to build your stuff and you can kind of see some that have already started. Mm -hmm. I, I go back to like, you know, there's a, you, you're up on a, one of the upper islands and there's a glider that already has uh, a beam on it that you can use to glide down and attach to a rail when you land. And it kind of, yeah, it kind of feels like these games, these recent Zelda games in this game are really communicating with each other. And I think that's really, really cool, especially considering where open world gaming was for most of the tens, where it was very Ubisoft heavy, like, oh, hey, climb this tower and jump down you assassin see all the stuff around you now look at all these beacons go do these side quests where the whereas this is like oh hey uh ladies man 42069 put this ladder over here that you can use to climb up this ledge and not have to fuck with the bts uh go do that and so i i really think you know three years four years removed from the original release like i'm really digging this and it's a very peaceful game when there aren't BTs are or moles, mul mules. mules or mules mule. running around. Uh, but even then, you know, when you're walking and you see a mule, it's kind of cool because you're like, oh, another person. And you're like, oh, but they're going to try and steal my shit. I need to get away. Um, 
so I know how you brought up uh, Tears of the Kingdom and all that stuff, but I, I'm getting like Souls vibes because when people are like planning like, like those little like words, like oh hey, like little hints, mm-hmm. not the uh, insert butthole uh, <laughs> ones that you get, but like you know the messages like oh uh, keep on keeping on. I'm sure you guys ran into a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm playing on the PC port by the way, the one on Steam that Josh got me, and actually there's so much going on. Like so- there's. I don't. I'm. See, I'm on the PS5 version, and I think I've only come so far. I've only come across like three different people. Yeah, I've came across. There's so much. There's so much on the PC one. You guys should have played on the PC. Um, I'm also on PC, loads. but I've, I'm through the Epic Game Store, so I think it's different. Different Service. service probably. Yeah. Yeah. There, so there were moments in the game where like I'm actually enjoying, uh, like the bike. Being on the bike with the the little boot. I figured yeah. out how to boost. I actually had to look up. Uh routes like the fastest way to get to this place because there's a scene i guess in the last quest to get to uh the port before you go to chapter three where you have to climb up this mountain and you can't get your bike up that damn mountain because all the rocks and stuff and the bt's everywhere but i watched the guy do it in two minutes on his bike and all he did is boost and jump everywhere and i couldn't do it because every time i tried doing it bt's would get me they would freaking take my bike keep you know ground it and all these uh, BTs are just grabbing on me. And then that little shark thing that pulls you and just drags you around. And it causes me to go off uh, off the path that I was going. And it takes all my gear off me, especially the packages that I need to go there. Because there's yep. a time where it knocked off all the packages and I thought I had everything I needed. So you well, got there. Then I got pretty far. <laughs> And I realized I left it back there, and I I restarted the game. Like, no, I am not tracking that. I'm not backtracking. So I had to restart, go all the way back from the capital, just so I could grab my bike and just go, you know, boost. Because what I realized was when you get those grenades to fight off the BTs, it doesn't really work against the BTs that are kind of just like they're invincible until you get closer. I mean, yes, it kind of stuns them, but it doesn't really do anything to them. It only affects the the shark thing or whatever. Like when you get to uh, the boss at the end of the chapter. I mean, they two. do they do work on the the ones that are floating around before you alert them. It just you have to be smart about it. And, I, and at least for me, the only time I actually got it to work is if they're visible to me. Like yeah, they have that, actually formed. The only time. Now, yeah. are those moments scripted? So, because I'm thinking of so there are two there, there are two specific moments, and so there are areas so. I'm sure all the areas that we ran into uh, BTs were the same for us. But yeah, I'm so it's you're heading it's to, you're the, heading north. You're heading. Uh, I'm sorry. You're heading south to the um, the uh, distribution the, the, center. Yes, the distribution center, and then and they run into the mules and they get chased off by the rain. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. So that part scripted. Yep. And then there's another one in the woods. Yeah, it's when you're heading towards the wind farm. The wind farm. But like, yep. can you get through those without without so summoning the whale shark or is it, oh, it so not i saw the first part with the mules i was able to get by without alerting them it was the the heading towards the wind farm that i for the love of god tried everything i could and could yes. not get around them without alerting them you okay. cannot i tried because like i would like i would go across the, the the hill at an angle and there were bts like all over and i'm like no I tried even climbing this. around it. I tried yeah, buying no ladders and climbing around it. There's no way around it. I, yeah, I tried staying in the outskirts and like trying to find ropes that people were placing. There was no way. That, yeah. that second one especially, but it, it's terrifying every time you run into them because they're yanking on you. They're pulling you, and then eventually yep. 
and I forget I forgot that Kojima likes to play around with camera perspective and change you into first person. First person to watch you get dragged all the way. You're getting dragged now, away, and then like everything turns into that muck, and that whale shark <laughs> pops up. That reminds me of Metal Gear Solid Five. I wonder if he, yes, that has to be intentional. That has to be. It him has to be. I wonder if BTs. I wonder if BTs are supposed to be like. Uh, and this is just pure speculation, and Nixon hate me because I'm gonna write an essay about it. Uh, I wonder if that the BTs are just like reminiscence of his past, like everything that he wanted to do with Metal Gear that Konami said, no, we're not going to do that. Or he had to like fight for it again. And it still wasn't what he wanted it to be. My read, my read on the BTs right now are that they are the dead or they, they are uh, tradition. They are, they are tradition dragging people down away from connecting again. I'm only just barely getting Pure speculation, just right? barely in chapter three yet, but that's my read on them. Uh, BBs, I'm not quite sure on the BBs yet. I don't even really understand the purpose of the BB. Yeah, I'm still trying to understand the whole Still Mother situation. Oh, when they when oh, oh when Guillermo del Toro gets into Still Mothers, I was like, what the fuck? You know, it's, I mean, so he talks about Still Mothers, and then somewhere I can't remember who does it next, but then someone starts talking about the beach that all BBs come from the beach. Well, and then every time you plug into your BB, you see Mads Mikkelsen, which I imagine is your BB's daddy. Yes. Well, so I came to the thought that he's not seeing the BB's dad. He's seen, I, I feel like Sam Porter Bridges was a BB before. That's just my guess. I see, he's and seen you know his what? memories. And I recently saw the trailer for uh, Death Stranding 2 again. And it was very BB focused. So I was like, oh man, maybe they don't, maybe they don't explain the BBs a hundred percent here. Well, they did say, Dead Man did say that like, they don't even know the purpose of BBs. They kind of just use them. And I'm like, what's and the they point? only last for like a year. <laughs> yeah. Or they're only in service for about a year before they're decommissioned. Well, that, that line from him is fascinating because, you know, when it comes to the studies on studies on babies, like there's so much that we don't know. And it's just kind of scary how much we don't know about babies and how much or just like, you know, how much of it we assume is basic knowledge. But yeah, there's still a lot we don't know about babies. So I kind of chuckled when he was like, yeah, BBs, we don't know a lot about them. It's like, ain't that the fucking truth? Like, I'm still I'm still throwing a loop for the whole still mother situation. Because to me, it's like, so you it, to me. And this is just like I said, from how I'm gathering it someone's knocking some of these still mothers up who are in contonic states. I think so. My reading on it was this is a pregnant woman. She died in birth, but they're still using her body to keep that connection with the baby. So that's why anytime you plug in and you see Mads Mikkelsen, he's yelling at another scientist. I think he's yelling about the fact that his wife is having these birth complications. That's just my read on it. Again, I haven't completed the game. You might know more than I do. No, I mean, I haven't either. I've read up on it and I kind of know what happens, but I'm like, it's getting understanding of it because it's like you can sit there and you can read the synopsis to all the Metal Gear Solid's all you want. You're never going to truly understand it unless you play it or watch every video essay ever. Oh, and a lot of it's just a lot of it is open to speculation. A lot of it's open to interpretation. I do. I'm sitting here and I every time I see Die Hard Man, I'm like, I'm going to first of all, I want to take your mask off because it's fucking stupid. 
Yeah. Like the way the, the teeth move every once in a while, depending on what he's saying. It just reminds me of Black Mask. <laughs> That's all it reminds me of. And I'm also just like, this is, this feels like this guy's going to have a heel turn here. He's going to like be the bad guy here at the end. I just have that vibe. He seems very friendly. He seems really nice, but I'm like, I'm waiting for you to turn on me, dude. Uh, I, I just, I'm just like, who let this guy near the president? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Who let the skeleton guy near the president? Why is he? Uh, he's the only guy wearing a stupid fucking mask. Besides, yeah, well, besides, besides the guy at the end. Yeah. End of well, chapter I was say, two. But, yeah, that, that guy. Um, another back to the, the BBs. Um, there are moments where like, you know, the BBs are freaking out. You got to calm the, the BB down. Half the time, I'm just like, I'm not calming you down. I'm just going to let you just deal with this. And I'm, just, I'm trying to get out of here. I'm trying to get out away from the BTs. Yeah, fuck your feelings, kid. We all live. Jake, after... you're going to be a great father one day. I know, I know, I know. But this is a game. This is a game. Um, I don't... I also... <laughs> so, the part where you're in your private room, I hate the whole controls of the private room. Yes. I think it's stupid. Around. Let me walk around. Oh, yeah, let me walk around. Um, I hate that, like, the whole... Se- you have to shower every time. I'm glad there's a point where you could skip it. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm just like, what's the point of this, guys? I've been through this several times. I, I can't hate... get you washing your face. Well, and I, but... I think the showers were, you know what I think, you know what I honestly think. I think the sh- <laughs> I, I, probably the I, same reason they did the staring at the bulge uh, scenes. I think the showers were probably a means to save money because I think Kojima probably was like cutscene, 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 and there was probably someone. Someone answering to him that's like, "Hey, we can't do a cutscene. Let's, let's, we're gonna have him shower, and people are gonna be talking because people are constantly talking to you in the shower." And I'm yep. just like, "Could everyone just fuck off and leave me alone?" And I think that's another thing the game is commenting on about building a community, where there's like, there's all these positives, all these great things about relationships and building this community, but also you're gonna have a lot of people nagging at you. So like, yeah, yeah you- the bad side of it. I just want I just want Sam Porter Bridges to shake my hand. That's all I want. I want to shake his hand. I want to touch his hand sh- too. Oh yeah, I forgot he has he has the yeah. he has a fear of touch. We I mean we can get into that more. I feel like that'll come up more when that other character comes well, up. Well, I mean, have you have you seen like the, all the handprints on his body? They're from people touching him. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably why he has a fear of touch. And I wonder. So I think one of the least favorite aspects of the game so far is. I think I think it's a little it's a little clunky when you're maneuvering because Kojima and crew rely a lot on button button push and button like just slightly push and so there's you're trying to do a lot of things uh, whenever you have something equipped to aim with its left trigger to throw it or use its right trigger but if you're walking and you need to keep your balance left trigger and right trigger help you do that so things get messy that way too uh, the time fall the the prologue made made me think that there was going to be a lot more caves for me to hide in. There's not. <laughs> There's nothing. So you just kind of... Not like, even I, like, I not even like places where you can just like, like mountains that are hanging over mm-hmm. for you to like just hide for a minute. I feel like every time I, there was a time fall and I needed to get, like hide somewhere, it was impossible. I was like, fuck it. I guess I'm just going through it. Well, I'm surprised like because I was like, oh, you can build stuff. I wonder if you can build like a canopy. Um, Maybe later. I, I can't wait to upgrade boots. I noticed you only get level one boots. Mm-hmm. And has, <laughs> uh, I mean, you get the exoskeleton, which is great for running. I love it. It's it's huge, a huge thing. Cause like, I love when the game helps you, uh, I guess, guess get through places faster. Cause once I got that bike, that's all I've been using. 
I don't care what I mean, terrain I'm really in. Neat, and you can pick up so much shit with it. Yes, you can pick so much with it. And I even ran over a few a few uh, mules <laughs> with it. It's so funny. Because at first I was hesitant. I was like, I wonder if I get close to him, there's going to like, uh, knock you off me. or something. Yeah, knock me off. No, dude, I ran over that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're I'm doing like, all right. Ah! <laughs> all right, he's gone. Whatever. And once I got that, that Mazer, the Mazer gun, Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, I tried being stealthy, and I was like, dude, screw that. Yeah, I'm, mean, yeah, I'm going they, As soon guns as they gave you the means to be loud, I said, fuck it to stealth. Yeah, I don't even care was, anymore. Yeah, I was, I was like, there are moments where you can't really be stealthy. But, yeah, I mean, BT, when I got that BTs, major, you know, like, you either have to go gung-ho, or you have to play the best fucking Metal Gear Solid impersonation game you possibly can. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't gotten, I haven't gotten the major yet. I do want it. Because I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I want to shoot my way through this encounter. Especially because the BTs, like, you never know where they're coming from. And you kind of, by the time you know, it's too late. Because your thing starts going, wah, 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 wah. Have you noticed that, like, when you get away from BTs, the guy, or your little thing, does, like, the waving? Like, oh, hey, bye. Bye, BTs, you little assholes. <laughs> um, um, he also does something else. I forget what it is, but it was another, like, hand gesture. I'm like, oh, I see it. I see what he's doing. Um. But what I hate about the whole BT thing when, you know, the game slows down for you and it's like, oh, hey, there's BTs in your body. It, it's kind of annoying because, like, it, it kind of, like, takes forever. No, and they already play. gesture it with the fact that there's flowers that suddenly bloom and then start to die. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need you to zoom in to let me know. Like, if I see fucking flowers growing around me and then dying, I know to be careful. There's BTs around. Yeah, just let just let the whole the whole sensor thing just, like, do its thing. But don't slow the game down because, like, when you're on the bike and there's BTs around, the bike just halts mm-hmm. and it, like, kind of just jerks. I'm like, dude, I'm trying to go. I'm on <laughs> boosters right now. Let's go. I'm trying to do wheelies and shit. I don't know um, whose decision it was, but I want to ring out whoever's neck it was that made select call out. Oh yeah, because the number I, of times I, I've I pause ac- it sometimes. The yep. number of times I accidentally do it and someone's near. Hey, you there? And then a mule's <laughs> like. I'm going to fucking get you. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, He's there, wearing blue. <laughs> so there are moments where if you do the call outs. Someone will actually uh, respond. Not a mule, but like, I guess another character or another character's little uh, helpful thing. It will mm-hmm. respond to you. And it's kind of creepy because at first I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I haven't run into that. I've ran into, I don't know if you guys have, but some of the uh, drop boxes They'll have holograms of people like waving yes. you down. They scare Someone the shit out of me duck. every time. There's a duck in one of them. I was, I was like, what is this thing? What? And did you know you could actually uh, select your music for those things too? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the music, the music in that game is great. Oh, it's amazing. The first time, like the first time you're walking through the mountainous terrain, and yeah, that, and it expands. It expands, like and that, then that song comes on. Is like. Don't be so serious. Yes, I was like, okay, I like this. I like this. This is pretty cool. But it's, I hate, I hate the whole running around terrain bullshit. I think it's I fun. Know. I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's therapeutic. I know people like to call it a walking simulator, but I think it's the best walking simulator I've ever played. I agree. I mean, I'm enjoying it so far for what it is. It's just there are the few things that were annoying have gotten a little better with traveling. Obviously, with like the exoskeleton and the uh, bike. So. It, to me, though, the BTs are still the biggest problem. And I think it's just because we haven't gotten the means to... Obviously, we can't... Uh, that are more aware of least. The moment we can't kill them or do anything with them other than avoid them. Your PP and poo-poo grenades can only do so much. 
I haven't even used them yet. I kind of just kept them in my locker. I'm I said I, I kept them in the locker, but I kept using the shower ones. Let's <laughs> uh, <laughs> just like grab them before I go. So there's um any. Sorry, go ahead, Jake. I was gonna say I, w- one thing I do like doing is uh I guess upgrading, uh part of the uh I guess the buildings that have been established in the game. So like mm-hmm. I would actually only collect. I started like not collecting, uh, I guess random other players' packages. I would just collect the crystals and the metal just so I can upgrade. Yeah. I've started doing that too because I'm like, oh, I could probably get more stuff if I start doing this. Yeah, I don't need likes. I need. Yeah, I need fuck them. your likes. I <laughs> I need material. Damn it. All right, boys. Any last thoughts on the prologue and the first two chapters of Death Stranding Director's Cut? Uh. I would I would love to know more about the whole dead body situation. Mm-hmm. It's, it's I'm very intrigued. that and uh, Del Toro's character, uh, the scars. Well, yeah, what's going on there? Yeah, what's is, going on with all that? I'm curious. Is he, does he really have those scars or is that a character? I think that's thing? just a character thing. OK, I do. I do think it's to, to get back to the body. So the bodies explode after you die after a certain amount of time. So I, I think it's so cool that like that whole chapter one mission is you carrying that dead body, the your mom's your mom yeah. dead body, to be incinerated, and then the BTS catch up to you, um, and they interact with your blood somehow. I do. I did have a question. Does the, is the movement? Did they update the movement? Because I remember when I played this originally for a little bit on the PS4. I think the the original movement was you walking and you had to hold the button to run. I don't, uh, know. don't know. Maybe um, on the original I, version. I think with like there's a lot of I actually had to look it up. There's a, someone did a comparison of the differences between uh director's cut and the standard version. I tried not to run, especially if I have a lot of uh, if I'm like top heavy with packages because like the stamina and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like going across the rivers with that shit. That beats the shit out of you. Yeah, it's it's a pain in the ass. Um but yeah. The whole exoskeleton thing is a huge game changer. The bike's a huge game changer. Like putting those generators around everywhere is just it's good. It's good. The, uh, I lost the, the bike. But. You lost it, damn it. The yeah, this the base movement feels a little different to me now, but also it's been about three or four years since I last tried it. Yeah. So with uh, director's cut, they made a lot of quality of life improvements, and that was one of them. Okay, I thought so because I was just I remember. That was something I remember from the original that I kind of pinged it for was, man, it's really slow. And that was also a time in game, like 2012 to 2019, for some reason, everyone wanted to make their base movement slower, which drove me fucking nuts. Like, I don't want to hold A to, I don't want to hold A to jog. Like, just let me fucking jog. But Not everybody can be a GTA, Nick. I know. That's my yeah. final thought. Um, <laughs> uh, another thing I, I hate was when, you know, you get dragged uh, by that little land shark thing, by the BTs or whatever, and then, like, you have all that goop, all mm-hmm. the liquid, and you're just trying to climb out of it, but, like, you're kind of, like, your guy's hesitant to, like, get over stuff, and it, you're slow. It, it's just a pain in the ass. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, and I, so I, I really like the stuff that lets you spray, spray your equipment to heal it up. Reminds mm-hmm. me a lot of, reminds me a lot of Fortnite. <laughs> I was like, oh, See, I just like playing Fortnite. Every time I've used it, I kept thinking Metal Gear Solid 2 looking for the bombs. Oh, yeah, that too. Oh, yeah. That's what I, I never, kept thinking. About that. I never used it. Comes like, you're just going to get this damage and you're just going to deal with it. I don't give a shit. 
Yeah, I've gotten all S ranking so far. So same, mm. same without that. Hmm. I I'll, I think I only had to do it for the the power supply going to the wind farm, and that's only because I got attacked by the BTs and they drug my ass halfway across and it stayed in the mud. Oh, I dro- yeah, duck. I dropped everything during that attack. Yeah, yeah. that was annoying. Oh, what what, what difficulty are you guys playing? Hardest. Regular. Yeah, I'm just playing normal. Yeah, Josh, you, you do that to yourself, sir. Yeah, I, I, I prefer a challenge. And if you're going to give me, I'm going to play the hardest mode you're going to give me. And I'm going to be pissed if once I beat it, there's an even harder mode after it. I'm going to be like, son of a bitch. You're going to make me play this again. <laughs> well, gentlemen, we made it through the first book club. Uh, I don't think we have an agreement of where we're going to meet the next time. Uh, nope. I would say let's get through the next two chapters because it sounds like chapter three is the big, the big daddy. Yeah, I'll, I'll get it more in depth. But for now, let's agree the next two chapters. The next two chapters. Uh, hey, everybody. Look at that. Our first book club is in the books. Uh, we got through the episode. Uh, special, special announcement. Uh, next week's episode may be a special interview. Uh, I'm working on getting that scheduled right now. So that's why I say the next two chapters, because we might have a little more time, you guys. But so stay tuned for that. We'll update our socials once we know for sure that those interviews are going through. Uh, guys, I am Nick. You can find me on Twitter at that Kaufman. You can find me on Twitch and YouTube at Nick Fat Knight. Josh, where can the people find you? You can find me anywhere and everywhere at I'm Josh Sang. Jake, where can the people find you? Uh, I'm currently streaming on Kick. You can find me at Kick.com, uh, where I'm currently streaming Brahalla. Um, I'm waiting for CFT set 9.5 to come out, so I'll probably stream that when it comes out. Um, Hitmaster, maybe Grandmaster. Who knows? I'm hard stuck. I suck. Um, but you can find me on almost any social media because I'm the only Jakey Boy Kaufman in the world. Oh, look at him. He's got a whole... He's, he's got a he's whole got a brand. dialogue. He's got a dialogue. He's got a brand. He's got a brand. Well, I mean, I'm the only one. I hate people that, like, take a generic name that everybody has and, like, either XX, this dumb name, XX, like, little borders. Some of the guys be unique. I'm XXX Nick Fat Knight for 2069 at. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm the, the God Killer 6-2. Like, real original, man. Motherfucker, you're sitting on your mom's couch. Ain't killing no yeah. gods. It's about as many gods as uh, Christopher... Uh, <laughs> Christopher, uh, what's his name? Uh, Christian Bale? Christian Bale in the latest Thor. He killed one god in that whole movie. Hey, you can find... you can not He killed Nick two gods. No, he killed one. He only killed the one. No, he killed the one that Thor finds as well. Oh, well, two. Okay. Yeah. Off, he killed one on screen and then one off screen. He Thor found the body. Yeah, but it was off screen. Anyway, continue with your Why rant. Why are we arguing about a shitty movie? Yeah, I know. Thor, it's me. I'm Hologram Boy. Hey, you can find Smashing Game Time on Twitch. You can find... Hey, we ha- we actually have a Twitch link now. We've been pitching it this whole time. We actually have a we Twitch did it. link. We did it. You can also find us on YouTube. You can find us anywhere you get your podcast. You can find us on X. You can find us on talk instagram those last two are the most popular go check us out over there uh i had a busy work week so i'm gonna pick those back up here this week uh we are a trident network podcast go check out our siblings uh fuck the algorithm tell a friend word of mouth is king here thank you to alex marvin clark for our intro and outro song hunt him down join us next week for a special interview we'll have more details for you on the socials hey everybody this has been smashing game time We hope you had a smashing great time. We'll see each and every one of you next time. Yoink.